We have G. Gordon Keith. Yes, sir. From that Dunham and Miller Morning Program in here with us. You better believe it. And we have the aforementioned Catman. Mm-hmm. Hey, we just play hey, his big wedding hey, song. Hey, hey, hey. A.K.A. B.R. Eastman. So, <laughs> you may be wondering, okay, this is very odd twosome that you boys have in there with you yeah. right now. What's up? Well, here's what's up. We're going through top 25 moments. Today, the anus has fallen squarely on us to come up with one. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. And so what we're going to do is go back and walk you through our trip to Green Bay and the adventures of G. Gordon Keith up there. This ended up the number three moment in the history of the radio station Mm -hmm. when the P1s were able to vote on this this past year. Was it number one? No. no. Hmm. Close. Um, I got arrested for this. <laughs> Gordon, nine, Boy, look, nine, I think you got hosed here. Oh. Yeah, I know that you want to. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> now, you want to walk that back some? <laughs> well, I mean, I got arrested. My life I mean, sucked. I mean, I, okay. Look, I think no, you're getting. I, I'm with you on this. I think you're getting hosed too. Oh, thank Lee. you. Thank you for knowing that, Mike. I didn't eat for like an hour. <laughs> My bail was a hundred bucks. In, I was in jail for three hours. That means I missed two meals. <laughs> so now on this trip were me, Gordon, the Hammer, and Cat, and anybody else of consequence. That's yeah. it. You All remember right. when I used to produce your show, Mike? Barely. Yeah. Now Jeff was your producer at the time. Was he? This was before Danny Bayless, for those mm. who are listening right now. Yeah, well, so, we know how to pick them, don't we? And Corby went by the hammer then? And I, don't, I don't know about this. Is- no, no, no. Okay, so a, a long time ago, there was another man that mm-hmm. worked on this radio station yeah. he, that went by the hammer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, you. That's not what I've heard. I, I, I heard that was you. Okay, <laughs> yes. It was quite the transformation. Before Mark Cuban paid you to change your name to Corby. <laughs> wow. Weird. <laughs> All right, so the Cowboys are playing in Green Bay, and we're trying to figure out just why we went up there. And the best we can come up with is back then, we would go on a a random Cowboy road trip every year. The previous year, we had gone to Miami because Jimmy was coaching the Dolphins, and the Cowboys were down there to play the Dolphins. And we figured that would be a good one to go to. And the next year, it was Green Bay. Because the Packers were good. Yeah, the Packers were good, and it seemed like it was going to be a pretty good game. What kind of shape were the Cowboys in at that time? This was at the very end of their run. As a matter of fact, Dion had an interception somewhere in the first half of that game, and the Cowboys led 7 to nothing. Yeah, I, I remember that, yeah. And then the Packers came back and won 45-17. to, 17. to 17. Shut up. Absolutely. And that was basically the end, I yeah. believe. Of yeah. So Gordon's arrest was the real beginning of the end. The beginning of the end, yes. That yeah. week. When Eric Williams hit the wall on the tollway oh, and when I was arrested. Yep. That yep. was the beginning Those of the were end. the two catastrophic moments. Mm-hmm. All right. So where were you guys broadcasting when this incident went down? All right, so this was actually quite an eventful road trip because a lot of famous ticket lore came from this yep. road trip. We flew into, I believe, Chicago. And we had a, an Italian meal in Chicago that night, uh, the night before I got arrested. <laughs> and that was the night when we had bolognese, bolognese, <laughs> yes. bolognese, and a beer. That's right. 
That was when it seemed like everybody ordered bolognese except for cat. Yeah, no, I got bolognese. Okay, somebody ordered a beer. I got a beer too. No, everybody yeah, had every, wine. Yeah, everybody else had wine except. Oh cat. yeah, that's right. And that's that definitely waiter, on brand and for that me. Waiter was very offended. Yes. that you fouled his mama's recipe yes. for spaghetti bolognese. You cheapened their cuisine. And Mike eighty six any and all bolognese oh, spaghetti gosh. beer <laughs> and wine. Spaghetti bolognese eighty six any and all bolognese <laughs> and spaghetti. Bring me a. I want a bowl. Well, what do you of want, air. Then, sir? Well, you you figure it out. You it's you just figure. You it out. work here. You work here. You're the food expert. <laughs> so so yes. you got, and this was a um, like a Thursday Friday type yeah, thing, right? We went up Thursday after the show, mm-hmm. and so you're only doing one day there. Or did you do Monday as well? We did Friday afternoon. Gosh, we did, now we, that no, I'm we did Thursday, Thursday and Friday, and Friday and Saturday. On Thursday, I believe you guys did a no, Saturday you're show on didn't Friday. You? Oh, was? Because remember, we got you out and we told the story in its entirety of what happened because we left the air Friday night at 7 not knowing if we were going to bail you out. And then Saturday was when you were still doing the very early rant. So, And we ended up doing the the story on on Saturday. Wow. Okay. Well, so we fly into Chicago and we have our Italian meal. And then the next day, we're going to drive up to, uh, to Green Bay. We rented a car. And during that car ride is when there were several really half-assed fly-by night characters. Nacho Remnants Eating Man <laughs> and Red Skies at Night Guy. God. Those two characters. Because we were, were so close that. to the northern lights up there in Wisconsin. Right. So Red Skies at Night Guy. I don't remember one thing about Red Skies at Night Guy. Oh, my God. All, all he did was sing two words of Red Skies at Night. Which ones? Red Skies at Night. That was it. That's it. The whole character. What was was it? Nacho remnants eating man. He just ate the leftovers of I think it was Catman's nachos. And he had a t shirt on that said Nacho Remnants Remnants Eating Eating Man. Man. (laughs) That was that was all there was to that character. So y'all get up there and who's like, did you have it in your head the entire time that he was going to go to Lambeau? Well, to get back to Danny's original question five minutes ago, where did we broadcast from? We were in a sports bar, literally probably 200 yards away from the stadium. And it was a very famous sports bar there in Green Bay that everybody goes to, all the locals go to, and they go to it on game day. And it was two parking lots across. You could see the stadium yeah, from the yeah, stadium. And, bar. you know, people coming from out of town, if they come in for a Packers game, they go and hang out there. It's very, it was very well known. Meanwhile, everything. I think Stadium Sports Bar, maybe? Yeah, something Generic. like that. It seems like once we got out of Chicago, certainly when we got into Wisconsin, everything was so depressing. It was late November. The skies were gray. Every restaurant we went into was just smelled like smoke and depression. And erectile dysfunction. <laughs> now, if you remember back in the Cholesterol. day, Mike yes. always referred to that part of the world as their number one export was smoke. Was smoke. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys so remember it being? Smoked. Do you remember it being cold? It was cold. Yeah, it yeah. was a little chilly. Like when you walked out to Lambo, were you all decked out in coat and hat or anything like that? You no, remember? I underdressed as is You're usual such an for idiot. me. You I mean, did it again this year in Atlanta. You had yeah. on a tank top and it was like fourteen well, degrees. I wear the same thing. All year round. I wear jeans and a short sleeve t-shirt. Yeah. And so that's what I wear. Right. That's his uniform. <laughs> that's my uniform. God. So, and remember there was no good food on that trip. Once we got out of Chicago, yep. we, it was just one bad meal after another. Yep. And of course, we were all full of testosterone and we were evaluating women. That was back when 
You could do that? Yeah. It was back when there were pre-me to sexual relations between the two genders at the time. But anyway, there were no good-looking women up there either. Mm-hmm. Remember the one girl that we found attractive was the girl who worked at the bar that we were broadcasting yep. at. And we were all vying for her affection. Especially <laughs> Grego. What was her name? Nacho Remnants Eating Man. <laughs> <laughs> And Kat had a very rude uh, joke about part of her anatomy, and I won't go into that. So whose idea was Lambo? You know, it was one of those things where we're there, and it's pre... We had one car pre. and one cell phone on the trip, because it's pre-cell phone. That was so another question I had. Who had a cell phone? One person. I, th- I don't know if it was Gordo's or the station-issued phone or yeah. what. That thing that came in a bag? Yeah. It had a zip-up bag. It was like a little folio kind of thing. You zipped it up, and it was like a like big a, day runner. The size of something like an iPad, like the the bag Bigger itself. than that. Yeah. It's like it a was. size of like a loose-leaf notebook that you would zip okay, up. Okay, you know, I like remember those vaguely. the smaller phone book? Not the bigger phone book they give you, but the smaller phone book they yeah. give you? Yeah, it was like that. Okay. So we were, now we were on the Susquehanna watch by then, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This was November of 97, and so we were just, so, yeah. during yeah. the show, it was probably came up, it was like, you know what, why don't you just take the, you know, run over to the stadium, see if you can, yeah, you know, see if you drum can get something in. up. Oh, okay. In so, other words, yeah. man on the street. Yeah, 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 but I mean, the goal was, was it to get in or just walk around? Just, just go over there just go. and, and go see what's up. And yeah. Make some radio happen. Okay. Okay, because I didn't know if you guys saw a gate open, like, hey, dude, go no, in there. No, I mean, we we didn't have that good of a look at it from where we were, so we sent him over there to just scope it out. And, and as always the case, it's the hammer pushing, hey, go over there, man, just come on, go, go do something, man, come on, do it, man. So All right. he, he takes the one car and the one phone that we have. Let's play one cut here. It's a minute long. Let's okay. do one cut, yeah. Get everybody all greased up here. So here is Gordo actually accessing Lambo. I'm going to try another route here. Some 18 okay. wheelers unloading some equipment. Right, what is, that's good. Just, that's probably TV it? stuff. Yeah. What is it? Barrels of smoke? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's liquid smoke. They also export that as well. <laughs> Courtesy left. Mm-hmm. I hear some security guys in here. He's oh. trying to help. That's never a good sign. Walk right by. Gordo, use your Fargo accent. That way you'll oh, fit God. in. I just blew right by him. Did you? Yeah. Okay, are you inside the stadium yet? These are the broadcast trucks, right? Broadcast for the Fox. Is this the Fox broadcast truck? All right, thanks. Brilliant. I, I can't tell you. Maybe I took a cue from that right there. Mm-hmm. All it takes is a little bit of confidence yeah. and acting like you know what you're doing right. and pointing at things <laughs> and referencing people. Right, and you just can get in anywhere. Yes, you got to move. You've got to move past the assumption that you're supposed to be there. Yeah, and you're asking for secondary information. Like, hey, these are the broadcasts. These are Fox broadcast trucks, right? I'm I'm looking for a different one right over here, but these are the- yes, yes. And so you'll see you're here at the end of this. My amazing power of persuasion with women as I right. convince the final woman to let me in the final gate. All right, broadcast for the Fox. Is this the Fox broadcast truck? All right, thanks. <laughs> Boy, I just blew that right by him. Way to go, Gordo. That's good. So you're in? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm in this uh, a certain part of it here. I got a few more security guards I need to blow by. Okay, oh. very good. All right, this How is doing? great, Gordo. Radio broadcast. I need to go in for about five minutes. I'll be right back out. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are you in, Gordo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm in. That's it. <laughs> 
in. All right, let's take a break. Let's come back, and uh, we will pick this up exactly where we left off. All right, we have Cat in here. We have Gordon in here. And we are recounting our adventures in Green Bay in 1997. November of 1997. I believe the actual day of this would have been November 20th, 1997. So... Thanksgiving, the, the Cowboy Thanksgiving Day game was the next week? That's yes, really that's, late. That's true. Yes, that's it. Yep. Damn. Hmm. All right, so the audio we played had Gordo leaving the generic sports bar that you guys were broadcasting from, walking mm-hmm. over to uh, Lambeau. We're, by the way, so I guess on a Thursday, that's there's probably always activity yeah. in a stadium like that, but there seemed to be a lot of activity. Yeah, well, they were setting up. You know, they had to get the broadcast broadcast trucks in position and all that. And you were legit but, when you did say, "Hey, uh, uh, is that the Fox truck? Like, did it say Fox on it?" That's why you yeah, said that. I think so. <laughs> yes, sir. You can read. <laughs> but in a matter of fifty or about a minute, a minute and a half, Gordon is able to arrive on the scene at Lambeau and access the inside of the stadium with utter BS. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That's a superpower of mine. Yeah. yeah. So. Although there you was can a lot pick of up stuff, the audio wherever you want. It's all linear. There was a lot of stuff going on outside there with those trucks and those 18-wheelers and everything. Once I got inside, it was actually pretty quiet. Yeah, and, yeah it's like there was nobody inside there. Right. And I was basically the only person inside there. So I had the run of the place. As is referenced. And from what I remember, with in this next uh, clip that we play, this is where things got dicey because when there's yeah. nobody in there, there's not much to do. Yeah, and so I, I start yelling out stuff, calling attention to myself. You resort proved to be a a fatal flaw in yes. my plan. All right, here we go. Oh God, I just blew right by those northern witches. <laughs> <laughs> northern witches. So where are you at right now? I am about to enter uh, section sixteen, overlooking the field. Okay, can you see the field? So I'm right by the concession stands that are all closed up and <laughs> okay, locked up. Can you see Lambo? <laughs> Okay, that that to me is so funny. Yeah, I'm in wait. section 116, right by the field. Okay. Right are by you the still going? They're all closed up and okay, locked up. So, I, in other I, words, you you got to where we couldn't earlier today. Yes, I am. Oh, I am now overlooking Lambeau Field, and I'm the only guy in here. Are right, you want me to yell something? Now yes. Yes. Time to do it. All right, what yes. do you want me to yell? Yell, Bart Starr was not that great. Bart Starr was not that great. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jerry Kramer was off sides. Can y'all hear the echo? Oh, oh, we can hear it, yeah. Do it again. Okay, Joe, what, Jerry Kramer was off sides. Jerry Kramer was off sides! Okay, can, you, can you pause it here? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm so uncomfortable listening to how Mike is manipulating the slow kid of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what this feels like. Right. Here, just, just yell this. Yell take, this. Take your pants off. I don't even understand the, who these people are <laughs> right. he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pants down. <laughs> now yell louder. Right. I'm just gonna rub that thing on my nose. What <laughs> was offsides? Can y'all hear the echo? Oh, oh, we can hear it. Yeah, do it again. Okay, Joe, what, Jerry Kramer was offsides. <laughs> do it again. Jerry Kramer was offsides. <laughs> <laughs> In Lambo. Without watch him get his ass thrown out of there. No, he's got to get thrown out. Oh boy, very prophetic. How, yes, there. how prophetic. And they don't even care either. No, no now he's going to get. We did. Now he's going to get thrown. They're just out. in the safety and comfortability of their oh, little yeah. heated lodge, <laughs> right. sports lodge, Eating nachos, oh, yeah. smoking cigarettes, yeah. having fun. <laughs> All right, now this next clip is when I get down on the field, 
and I get down there where they, they just do the Lambo leap. You hear me describe that portion of it. And then somebody ultimately spots me and then listen at Grego tell a lie <laughs> to me, which wasn't unprecedented, but okay. I believed him at the time. I'm trying to find a way down on the field while no one's here. You've got to get on the field. Yeah, but you don't understand. No Let me ask you this. Oh, yeah. how, many, how many people can say that they were actually on the frozen tundra? Well, this is the thing. Okay, hold on. You know where they jump up into the stands down yes. here? Yes, yeah, yes. All right, that seems to be the most accessible place, so I'm walking okay. down that way. Okay, okay. go down there. Jump on there. God, I'm freezing my nads off, though. <laughs> <laughs> Drop. Was that a drop? Yes. yes. God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. All right, I'm almost to the end zone. Where okay, and just just kind of jump down there and then <laughs> run out of the field. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna get so arrested for this. <laughs> you will not be arrested. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> no way. And what does Greg say? You will not be arrested. No, it never happened. Arrested for this. You will not be arrested. Is trespassing a crime up here? I'm now in the end zone at Lambeau Field. <laughs> All right. One small step for Gordo, one giant leap to the jail. Yeah. <laughs> See? The... Oh, my God. This is where it's all going to take place, boys. Okay, oh, now, yeah. now, now go over there to the you goal. Me, you want me to run a post pattern or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, run a post pattern. Right? Now what I want you to do is reenact the Bart Starr quarterback sneak. Where, that. where he followed Jerry Kramer into the end zone and just blew Jethro Pugh right off the ball. Now, how is that going to play for radio, by the way? Just thinking about that. I don't know, Mike. It was your suggestion. <laughs> hey, I'm just riffing, man. <laughs> <laughs> followed Jerry Kramer into the end zone and just blew Jethro Pugh right off the ball. All right, for all of the ticket listeners out there, I will pay, now paint the picture. Okay. Hold it, pause when for a second, as opposed to what other listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. You watch this game this weekend. Look on TV, when you see that big G in the center of the field, I am on the crossbar of that G. I'm standing right there looking at the press box. Is anybody checking you out? Right oh, yeah, there's a guy calling me over right now. All right. So that's where I was spotted. There's a guy calling me over right now. Hey. And so I was called over by this guy named Jerry Perrin, who was the head of security. Now, what we didn't know at this time was that somebody who was listening to us, one of those ticket listeners I referenced yeah. in that yeah. clip, was a big Green Bay Packer fan and was pissed hearing me desecrate Lambeau Field. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember this. And yeah. he called, he got the number of the security office of Lambeau Field and called in to Jerry Perrin, who was the head of security, who answered the phone and said, hey, there is a Dallas radio guy right now who is on the middle, in the middle of the field and you should go check it out. And How so did that's you guys... why Jerry Perrin came out there to see what was going on. How did you guys find out about this? About the guy this was all later. Guy. Yeah, we were told this after we had gotten back to Dallas and this whole thing. It was probably within the next, in that following week, is when the guy called up and told us what he had done. Oh, sure wow. He, we had done it, yeah. he didn't email you at Cool Link? Just, okay, let's not <laughs> mention all my failures, okay? Did he reveal himself? Like, yeah. exactly who he was? Did you ever yes. meet him? Like, man, I'm sorry. No, or? I never met him, but I talked to him on the phone. Okay, so here comes Jerry Perrin. Uh -oh. oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the jig is up. <laughs> a, uh, 
Oh, yeah, there's boy. There's about three guys over there. They probably watch me digging my heels into the... the really? Yeah. Oh, okay, no. ask him a few questions if he, if he busts you or anything just tell like him, that, okay? Just tell him you work for Fox. Me. Just tell him you work for Fox. Right. Just lie. I'll say I'm John Madden's personal... Yeah, yeah. tell him you work for Fox. Kevin Fox. Terrible. <laughs> 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 Kevin Fox was the mino of good the, hard line in that the expo. God, Kevin York for Fox. Kevin Fox for Fox. Nick Kevin Nick. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy doing? Handing up on a business. Okay, what's going on at this point? Are you walking away from the guy? Do you remember? Yeah, I'm trying to get away from him. I'm Serpentine. trying not to talk too much to attract attention, and I don't want him hearing that I'm on the phone. Yes, and yeah. but but that right. quickly changes. I start talking. Okay, and, and, and I gotta get up here. All right, seven after four here on what's that? Radio thirteen two. Yeah, get up, get up. Is it over here? <laughs> you think I can do that? Look at me. Look how unathletic I am. <laughs> He's calling me to get up into the stands where he is. <laughs> I guess this is the best place here. Well, just jump up there, Gordo. Yeah. I can't jump up there like that. Oh, here we go. Oh. What's happened? I got a prosthetic leg. It's hard for me to climb. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> just tell him that the security guard said you could come in there. Well, I've already told him that. I've already told him he's irate. Okay. Short, is stocky he? fellow, probably of Irish descent. Do I have that right? <laughs> what are you doing? What do you think? He's what being Gordo. What are you doing? I'm do I got that right? I'm he's <laughs> punching his ticket to jail is what yes, he's doing. Exactly. You could have saved yourself from prison by omitting that <laughs> sentence from your day. Short, yeah. stocky fellow, probably yeah. of Irish descent. Do I have that right? Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't say that. Irish <laughs> don't say that. And he, he, he just throws you out of the place, and that's that. <laughs> You're fat but and no. Irish, right? Yeah, okay, cool, cool. I'm Gordo. Probably second marriage, <laughs> huh? Is that right? Mm-hmm. He's thinking of that as well. What's that? Who's making... All right. Uh, let's take a break. Let's come back because this is when the security guard... You guys have a little bit of a confrontation, right? Oh, like yes. There's, oh, yes. We have an argument. And is he touching you? The end you? of this clip and then the next clip you're going to hear is us arguing and it's the first time that police are mentioned. And we get into a physical altercation. All right. Gordo gets arrested next. Cat is in here. Gordon is in here. And um, the confrontation has begun. Yes. Yeah, so this is where I'm down on Lambeau Field because you guys encouraged me to. You guys manipulated me into going down there against my will. Free will. You know free what? Will. If, if you had, free will in play here. If you had not you gone. Did it because you wanted to. If you had not actually gone onto the field. Doing it again. That really Spink is. Golly over there is doing it again. If you had not gone onto the field and you were just roaming through Section 116 and the concourse area, would you have gotten in trouble at all? I think they would have just asked me to leave. And it's the field. Yes. It's the desecration of the field. Right. God, get over yourselves. Well, it's grass. Danny, your mic's on. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's the most cocky radio host in there. Not you, the fans that are freaking out because you stood on their stupid field. I know. So then he calls me over to him, the, a P1 from here who was listening at the time, called up to Green Bay, tells Jerry Perrin, the head, head of security, that there is a Dallas radio host who's on the field and he's running around acting a fool. And so Jerry Perrin hangs up the phone, walks out of his office, goes and overlooks, the, looks over the field and sees me there, calls me over to him, and I start having a confrontation with him because he asked me to follow him. And I go into his office 
And I believe this clip that we're going to hear is the two of us in his office as he is detaining me. By the way, the first words that Jerry Perrin hears Mm -hmm. from Gordon are, you're a short, stocky Irish fellow, aren't you? No, I... I had... I, I didn't handle it so well. Okay. I didn't de-escalate like I should have. <laughs> no. All right, here we go. Who's making fun of you? Jerry, nobody's making fun of you. Crank it up. I love Irish people. <laughs> Get up, we come, here, we come in here, and then all of a sudden, you're the one that's irate. I don't. I could care less. I'm not mad at you or making fun of you or think less of you as a human being oh, for causing this whole scene. I'm just saying, that, you know, I'm willing to sit here and go right now and let it be done, but you're wanting to cause a big scene, and... Well, then what's the story? Why do we still have to be here? Now, what, what, what's your objective? Let me ask you this. What is your objective? Oh, God. Here we go. Now, is your phone... He's turning it around to try to make Jerry think yes, he's done something that's what wrong. I love. <laughs> you're, See, I'm ready to go home, and now you're yeah. making it this thing. Gordon is willing to let this whole thing go, because he... <laughs> I'm being gracious. I, I'm willing I to let this all go. You're, by, you're willing. Yes. He's willing to let this whole <laughs> thing be done right now. I was offering an olive branch. Didn't have to do it. Is the phone... Oh, do you remember... This. Are you holding the phone to your ear at yes. this point? You are. Yes. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Na- does he know you're broadcasting, or does he just think you're on a telephone? Yeah, no, he knows I'm broadcasting because, because that he P1. is refusing to talk for the most part when I'm talking with him. He's trying to keep his voice down and so on, but you'll hear him start to raise his voice, particularly when he mentions that the police are on their way. Is he holding you in any way? He has. Um, I'm in his office, and he is standing in the doorway of his office, blocking me from leaving. Okay. And I'm telling him I want to leave, and ultimately, I believe at the end of this clip is when you'll hear me actually physically leave his office by crawling under his legs. <laughs> he's like, he's in X formation holding his body against the door frame, you know, holding his hands and feet against oh the door God. frame. And I go between the man's legs. All Not right. the first time I've so done that. we have to be here. Now, what, what, what's your objective? Let me ask you this. What is your objective? To cause a problem, right? It's to cause a problem. It's not to get anyone off the premises. It's to cause a problem. This is delicious. This is delicious. <laughs> Listen to these two guys <laughs> in the balcony. You know what I imagine? I imagine they're not even really listening, but they're <laughs> eating ice cream. Look, hey, this is no, really no, delicious. No, no. What place no, is no. this? Is this a rocky road? We're, it's like delicious. We were paying rapt attention to this. <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> this is delicious. This is delicious. So why do you want to do that? That's my question to you. Gordo. Gordo, just walk, just walk out of there, Gordo. Just walk out. Just say, "Hey, I'm leaving," right. and walk in. He can't assault you. He can't. Right. He can't physically hold you there. Right. All right. Jerry, come on. That's don't don't physically. Don't touch me. Nobody don't touch me. Touch you are touching me. There's no yeah, reason for that. There. There's no reason for that. Just don't touch me. Just don't touch wow. me. Nobody's touching you. Yes, you are. You're pushing me. You are now pushing me. You're now pushing me. I'm going back to our broadcast site. You can go about your business. <laughs> the Jedi mind no trick. For- yeah, there's no need. It's no need. Amazing. For this. No need. You can go about your business. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> no need. And he was doing. He was doing a little trick of his own there because he was pushing me and grabbing me and doing all that. And he was saying, "I'm not touching yeah. you. I'm not touching." Because he knew that we were being broadcast. That's pretty smart. Yeah, this is awesome. Smart on his part. I'm going back to our broadcast site. You can go about your business. There's no need for this. There's no need for this. I'm about to really Just keep on stuff. walking, Gordo. Walk out That's of there. And... Come on. Come on. This is ridiculous. Talk to the police. They're here. Huh? 
Like, walk to the no, plate. Now you're pushing. All right, now he's starting to get very physical. Oh, Very boy. physical. Mark Whoa. the tape. Mark the tape. Oh. I'm going to try another route. Oh, I hate myself there. Mark, Mark the, the tape. tape. Mark the tape. Mark the we tape. got that on tape. <laughs> die. <laughs> Are you telling <laughs> your myself. former self to yes. die? Yes. Oh, my God. All right. So did you crawl underneath his legs? Crawled, yes, underneath his legs. And is he chasing you, kind of? Or? No, I don't remember him chasing me. I remember walking very briskly trying to get to the exit of Lambeau Field after this. <laughs> okay. By the way, congratulations for remaining on the telephone. That's right. Because yeah. I don't know if I would have kept that thing going. Yeah. What other choice did I have? Just hang it up? I don't know. What? Yeah, you could have. We were about to find out. Yeah. So are we ready for the yeah, last let's do cut? It. Okay, so this is... I, I do my little escape from him, and I'm almost outside of Lambeau Field. I'm walking as fast as I can, and I hear approaching footsteps. <laughs> and someone is running full speed back behind me with the clippity-clop of oh. like either dress shoes or police shoes. These weren't sneakers. So... I almost get out of Lambeau Field, and then you'll hear the ending of my broadcast. I'd been on... This went on for... Seven we minutes. On, no, no, no. We were on for like oh, an hour, It was right? like, yeah, an hour, for sure. Because yeah. I remember early on, Mike tried to sneak in a very proper time check, and it was 4.07, and I think this drug on well into the 5 really? o'clock hour. So, but No breaks. Was, no, oh, no. We were taking breaks. We would oh, go back okay, to okay, it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But this was the end of my portion of contributing to the hard line that afternoon. All right. There we go. What happened? Huh? There we go. What? What happened? Well, I just went on by him. Now we've got the sound of sirens out here. So have you found a way out yet? Working on it. Working on it. <laughs> Love that. Well, where are you? Where are you? you got to do some play-by-play here, Gordo. Well, I'm walking up under the bleachers right now, up under the stadium, you know, where they have the concession and all that business. Okay, right. well, you're about to be out of there. Yeah, you are about to be out of there, aren't right. you? Has the worst passed yet? Are you feeding them questions? Yes, yes. yes you can hear Cat in the background. Because like, like you don't know how this them. works. <laughs> I know, I working know. Working them yes. like a puppet yes. master, and they're working me like a puppet yes. master. Yes, I am feeding them questions off air. <laughs> <sighs> you are about to be out of there, aren't right. you? Has the worst passed yet? Huh? Has the worst passed? <laughs> I think so. Okay, well then get out of there and That's get back over here. And Is he talking to somebody? What's that? All right, now there was a guy that just grabbed me. Ooh. A cop, right? All right, that's a cop. He grabbed me by the shirt and this tore the shirt. <laughs> what are you doing with the phone? Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> that's the end of it. I think we got a mess on our hands now, don't we? <laughs> oh, boy. And boy, did we. <laughs> so that cop, he grabs my shirt, and it ripped. I could hear it rip. Okay, so he tore the, the down the shoulder spun me around he grabs the phone out of my hand and, and he turned you. it off yeah and then i got down on my knees and tried to offer him some relief just some kid stuff no he threw me in handcuffs and put me in the back of his squad car and at this point i'm freaked because i've never been arrested before and as a matter of fact i would not have predicted this but 20 years later and I've never been arrested since. I would have thought I would have been, I, I would have turned. I thought I'd turn to a life of crime. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah. This right. this broke the maiden head, and so I would have gone on. And now, did you guys things. know what? Did you walk over there to see? No. no here's what we nothing. did. Here's what we did. We went to break and came back and took a call from Pig Boy in North Dallas. <laughs> yeah, they went and we went on about our show. Talk. 
You, they completely we abandoned were me freaking on that out, but we didn't we know what a, to do. We had a show to do. Did you but guys we had to think that somehow show. you were complicit? That if you walked over there, they would cuff you? No, it wasn't about that. Seriously, we had to finish the show. We probably had BS. an hour or so to go. What BS. are we going to do? Well, you could at least address what had just happened. Well, we, yeah. You we, came back from break, and you guys acted like that didn't even happen, and the P1s had to be like, wait a they're yeah, not even going to talk that, about what that, just happened. That's no, no, probably I, I, true. I think we did address it. Maybe, no, maybe a little bit, but I think uh, we I think probably went with our segment. I, I was listening, man. I, think, I was wrapped. I think we did address <laughs> some of it. Some of it. But the problem logistically that we really did have is, one, he had our only phone, and the keys to our car were in his pocket, yeah. Gordo's pocket, oh. and the van was at the field. So we had no place to go and nothing to do. We're really finding out if he is in trouble and he's going to get thrown in jail. We start asking where do they take Gordo? Where's the jail? Is he going to get his one phone call? But who's he going to call? We don't have cell phones. Oh. We don't know what to do. So I went to prison. Not prison. Jail. So when you went to jail, were yeah. you allowed a phone call? I don't remember being allowed a phone. I don't remember that part of it. I, I had to call the studio the collect. Shot. I remember getting the mug shot. Printed all that? that? freaky. Like fingerprinted? Look forward. Look to the side. Yes, fingerprinted. What was the charge? Trespassing? Yes. Not like evading arrest or anything like that? It was no, just trespassing? It was just trespassing. <laughs> and and I got thrown into a jail cell so, with some guy named Quincy. All right. Oh, that's right. I remember the name Quincy. Yeah. So you guys, you finish the show. It's 7 o'clock. So I'm, while they're doing the show, I'm literally calling from the payphone at the sports bar, collect, uh, to the station phone. to talk to our PD at the time, Bruce Gilbert, and tell him what's happening. And we're trying to figure out how much it's going to cost. How do we get him out of jail? We're talking to the locals there at the bar that are having us trying to get information because none of us have ever gone through this before. We don't know what to do. We have no ride to get to the jail. We have no way to talk to Gordo. There was no Uber at the time. <laughs> Did somebody take you guys to the jail? Someone, the One of the waitresses there that we mentioned in an earlier segment ended up loading me, Grego, and Ryan's in her car and driving us to the Brown County Jail. And somehow... And this was hours later. Hours I mean, later. I, I because we had to raise the cash. We didn't have ATM. There was no debit cards. God! So, and there was, and this was like after the show. It was at least two hours after the show had yeah. ended. And as each hour ticks by, I'm going, these guys, those sons of bitches are going to leave me in here all night. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking and, advantage yeah. of this and, and meanwhile, we me were now. scrambling as hard as we could to try to figure this out. And it we just, it's just such a different time. Believe me, oh, yeah. all, all of our efforts. From, I was in there with Quincy. From the all of our efforts from the end of the show on were toward getting you out of there. But I didn't know that, and I did become convinced that you guys were going to leave me in there as, as all, a bit of ball busting. Were you? You didn't have a jacket or anything, so it was just your ripped shirt in there in jail. No, I went jacket off okay, for this. Here we go. I mean, it was jail. What, you gonna, what else are you going to? They do? didn't give you a jumpsuit or anything like that. No, no, I was in my regular outfit, but I was in they there take with your this belt from guy named Quincy, and I asked him. I said, uh, you know, I didn't know whether you were supposed to not talk or eventually talk, or I knew I was trying to act like a badass because I didn't want to get my ass kicked, and I didn't want to my first time with a man to be under those circumstances. <laughs> and so, was Quincy white? What is, what does that matter? Quincy was a person, Corby. That's all I saw. I I hope you all die tonight. So I asked Quincy, I said, What are you in here for? And he said, Attempted murder. <laughs> 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 and I said, Same here. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> Left it at that. Exactly, my friend. 
and eventually Quincy and I formed a soccer team. Right. And then right. Who, who broke, broke your arm? And then we broke a leg. And, then we got out of there. <laughs> and so when you guys, so what was it? Three hours? Two Probably hours? two or three hours later. Yeah. Do you remember what the bail was? Like six hundred bucks. Yeah, six hundred bucks. And I, how did you get the money? I think we had to go somewhere like where you wired. wired Western Union. I'm telling you, there's this is it's a like it was like 1897. Yes, it's it's weird. So we had to go somewhere where there was a Western Union office, which back then could have been in a convenience store, a drugstore, or a bank. But see, banks were closed because it was after 7 o'clock to get the cash because you can't pay with a check, not that we had any. And you can't get that much out of an ATM. Oh, (laughs) So that waitress just drove you guys around all night until you got... Gordon well, the keys to the well. Car? Yeah, we got went there. Got them. We had to go somewhere to get the money. We had to go to the Brown County Jail, and then you don't just pay and they let them out in two seconds. You have to wait, and then we got back to the stadium to get the minivan because Gordo had the keys to the car. The I, you rental. know what? I'm surprised that this wasn't some case where they didn't keep you overnight because it was Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was you oh, know yeah. you were loitering so, or sacred place urinating in public or whatever. I mean, you were on the field. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't been surprised at all if they would have said no, 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 yeah. no. He's in here for the night. I was so happy when those guys showed up. To you were so hungry. Yes. I was, so I was emaciated. <laughs> I had already had two teardrop tattoos on one eye. If this were Lambeau Field of today, number one, you, there's no way that anybody could just get in there and totally. wander around today because yep. they've got it all built up and everything now, and they didn't back then. But, yep. but you know, if, if it were the Lambeau. You forgot Lambeau, number two, didn't you? If it, if, no, I didn't forget number two. If it were the Lambeau Field of today, then then it would have just, I don't know, the whole thing would have worked out completely differently. Yeah, I think that you guys uh-huh. were really lucky that this is all, no. that, ha- this is all that happened. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I thought about fighting it. I remember did that. You go remember back that? To, did you go back to court? We discussed that. We discussed going back up there because I got a court date, you know, and... We discussed going back up there and making a big production out of big it. Like we were going to broadcast live from up there and try to carry the courtroom proceedings. And I was I was determined I was going to, quote, put the whole system on trial. We, we had gotten so much press from this. We got newspaper articles written in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Chicago, Dallas. Everybody was doing a story on this. Mm-hmm. Everybody. It was huge publicity. It was huge news up there. Did you know, okay, because it's really hard to, to process things like this, especially like you're young and all that, but were you sitting in jail going, this is going to be really a big deal? Or yeah. were you freaking out? No, I, I mean, know, like I a big scared. deal from publicity. But no, you, no, you weren't I, thinking in that, those terms. There, there were two minds thinking here. One was the... Uh, you know, the young, tough guy, hey, this is just going to be good publicity for us. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care nothing about it. And the other part of me is going, oh, God, my, my parents are going to be mad at me. They're going to be upset. They're just going to be, no worse. They're going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. no. So I was still, like, upset that my parents were having to hear about this. And I, I just was, gotten arrested. Every time something like this happened, although this hadn't happened before, I was always worried, and I think Mike and Greg were too, is that we were going to get in serious trouble. We were going to get fired. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, we were. I mean, we got still someone, young. The we station got, was still yes, really young. Yes, we had just gotten someone arrested live on the air on our show <laughs> mm-hmm. on a trip that they sent us to. Mm-hmm. And paid for. And, and, paid, it was, for. and paid for. You, so scared. It was a relatively new company that had just bought us. Yes. Or I guess the, the, the acquisition was new. And Yes. Wow. They were not terribly familiar with our ways nor we with with them yeah. we didn't know too much we about had a them. new program director that only been there for a couple months having to deal so we have no advocate 
There are all kinds of variables in play here. Luckily, Bruce could speak their language when he called he up could. there. Hey there, I'm encouraging everyone to cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> so you told the story the next, you didn't wait till Monday, you did it the no, next day. No, we did day. it the next day because that was the other thing is I just remember all of us, by the time all of this was done, we ate and whatever, we were back at the hotel. It was like midnight, one o'clock in the morning and he had to get up. And so we all got up with him and went to do the rant back over at the sports at the bar? bar, like when you were going mm-hmm. on at 7 yeah. o'clock in the morning, wasn't it? Or yeah. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Like when was, it was the early rain. That was a tough night. There was one moment where I climbed on top of a chair and had a Brooksy-type moment. Right. I, because I'd become institutionalized. <laughs> yes. I'd been in you were part of the system. for so long. Did you get a part-time job sacking groceries I did. Like I did. That, and that the world day? was moving much too fast for me. <laughs> Well, there you have it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank uh, you, boys. Fun. Thank you. Stayed out of legal trouble since, I think. Thank you very much. Thank you, Hardline. An Hard extraordinary line. moment. Thanks, Goofy, An extraordinary dear. tale. Thank you, Danny. I love you.